Hello, Hospitality MD listeners. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today, we are proud to present Jez Villanueva. She is the front office manager at the brand new Canopy by Hilton Hotel in West Palm Beach, Florida. Jez's inspiring story of grit, determination, and passion in the face of adversity shows us that when you love what you do, anything is possible. We hope you enjoy today's episode. And if you do, be sure to subscribe and write a review on Apple Podcasts and share this episode with your friends. Hospitality MD also offers hotel management, consulting, and task force services rooted in radical hospitality. For more information, visit www.hospitality-md.com. Enjoy the episode. Well, thank you first for it's a pleasure to be with you guys here. Um, so with me, with my hospitality experience, I actually started my hotel experience in the United States. However, in the Philippines, um, I was in, in nursing school and my family has a family business of catering business. So I was the one who was, you know, talking to clients and I told my mom, you know what, I want to stop nursing school. Because first of all, I feel like it wasn't for me. It wasn't meant for me. So I told her I really wanted to be in hotel and restaurant business. So she was, you know, that was her dream for me. And um, I told I told her, well, that is not something that I really w- want. So um, so I told her, you know what, I wanted to take a hotel and restaurant um, management. So I took a, I took another um, bachelor of science in the Philippines for four years. So you know I. I fell in love with it. So I, I was born and raised in the Philippines. I actually went to the United States for my internship program. So that was on my fourth year in, in, in hospitality business. So your mom basically, and, and, you know, I think for people listening, like (laughs) to kind of give them a, a piece of like, is it culturally like in the, Philippine culture is it that your parents would kind of just tell you you're going to be this and then you go to school for that? <laughs> that is correct. So that's correct, Cal. So in in the Philippines, as as you can see, if you go all over United States, you will see a lot of Filipino nurses, a lot of you know Filipinos in maybe in in hospitality. Um, however, it's really a Filipino culture. My mom is is a retired teacher and my dad is in um, retired army, so they wanted us to be in in medical field. So my sister is a registered pharmacist. So she she graduated with that and now she got her licensure. And for me, she wanted because I was the youngest of the four siblings. So she wants me to be in to be a nurse. However, it didn't work well. So I graduated nursing in the Philippines. Um, after right I graduated, I told myself, Mom, I'm not gonna pursue my nursing career because that's something that I really don't want. However, because um I was in our family business, I told her this is something that I want. I wanted to talk to people. I wanted to, you know, just, just do, do a lot of talking to people. So she was, she told me that, you know, she, she was devastated with that news, but 
I told her this is something that I'm really wanted to be into. Yeah, I mean, you know, that was for me, I feel like I, I let her down. But at the same time, I was explaining to her very deeply and said, this is really something for me. And, you know, hospitality, I, I fell in love with it. I really did. So cause are your parents uh, still in the Philippines? or? Yes. Okay. Yes. So all my family are still in the Philippines. So I'm the, actually the only one in Florida. And I actually started my hospitality career with no with no um, hotel experience in the Philippines. I had a couple of experience like restaurant, being a server. Um, I, you know, I worked in, in much of my mom's business. But in terms of hotel experience, I did not have any hotel experience in the Philippines. So when I was in hotel uh, hospitality school, I actually was the only student that was sent to United States. I under I, I went through a lot of you know physical exams, from psychological exams to so many embassy interviews, and I failed once. And um, you know, and I told my mom, I I'm I'm, I'm still gonna go for it. I failed once, and I told my mom, I want to I want to go I want to go for it. And um, so I was one of the students in my school that was chosen to have an internship in, uh, in the United States. There was so many um, choices. So there was United Kingdom, there was Australia, there was also Singapore. And I told my mom, I think in the United States, there is really, uh, you know, where I can learn a lot in hospitality business, because I feel like there's so many things, there's so many hotels that I can I can go to and explore in the United States. So again, I applied for it. I, I got in and um, I started my internship actually in Utah, which is this was way back 2012 when I was in my fourth year of uh, college in, in hospitality business. And um, I was there with for, for about approximately about a year. So it was 2012 and until 2013. I've met a different people from, you know, different countries that was doing their internship as well. Um, majority were from the Philippines, um, different, you know, different towns in the Philippines. And some were from Myanmar, from, from France. And, you know, I get to start my, my hospitality career in the United States and Utah. So, yeah, because, well, first of all, I want to say that it's, it definitely seems like you're the rebel in your family a little bit. <laughs> You know, everybody uh, <laughs> Philippines, you come to the United States, you know, yeah. <laughs> your other siblings, they kind of did what your parents wanted them to do. You yes, yes. that. So, you know, I think uh, that's definitely inspirational for a lot of kids. Um, like I went to high school with a lot of Filipino kids who were in the neighborhood. Yes, yes. This was something that they would always be telling me about, you know, in, in high school and everything like, man, like. I want to do this, but I can't do it because my parents don't want me to. And, you know, <laughs> I certainly respect the cultural aspect of it. Um, but I definitely, I think even more so respect that your love for hospitality was stronger than your fear of disappointing your parents. Yeah. So, and then you're this hotel in Moab, right? Sorrel River Ranch. Uh, it was, resort. it was actually, Kyle, it was first, uh, that was way back 2012. So that was the Grand America Hotel in Utah, which is Salt Lake City, Utah. So that was the first hotel I, I first started in. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yes, so yes. let's start there, right? So first mm -hmm. ever that you're ever working in in your life is in a completely different country that you're unfamiliar with in the, in the middle of Utah. 
what was it like for you stepping into a hotel to work for the first time? Um, first, it was really the culture shock. Um, you know, it, it was different because, of course, I was not speaking English all the time in the Philippines. And we, when I got here, I have to. I have to. Well, in the Philippines, we really do start speaking in English from the very beginning since, you know, since the day you go to school. Um, however, the culture shock, shock itself is that sometimes it's, it's way different because, you know, you've never met this, this, you know, culture and I've never got encountered with, you know, American, Hispanic, a different culture. You know, for me, that, that takes me a lot. And um, flying from from third world country to the to the United States uh, United States alone was was nerve wracking. I I don't know where to go from different you know from airports from from the from the flights I was going to. It was nerve wracking, um, the culture shock. But I I was able to adjust to it. Um, especially having a lot of um, same culture like Filipinos interns that was already in that in that hotel. Uh, previously, so you know, they they kind of um, told me what are the expectations, and at the same time, I had an amazing um, director of training and development, um, which was a Sean Palace from uh, from um, Salt Lake City, Utah. He was amazing. So we call him actually Papa Sean because he was he was he was kind of like the dad for all the interns. So it was you know he was very helpful in terms of. How would we do this in, in, in terms of training from even to moving into an apartment? So he was very helpful. So from, from still today, I would say still, still say thank you to him. That's awesome. You know, it's, yeah. um, it, it certainly goes to show that, you know, a little hospitality goes a long way, especially for, you know, cause you kind of had to accept hospitality when you came to the United States in yes. order to survive to a certain extent. Yes, yes. And, and be mentally okay with it. Do you think that kind of putting yourself in a position where you had to receive hospitality made you more empathetic to travelers coming in? And then, yes, yes, absolutely. So you know, for me, I, I, I'd be more understanding. I, I'd be more empathetic. Um, it's 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 really different. You know, for me, I have to be always in in a customer or guest shoes all the time. I don't want to, you know, have a discussion with them. But for me, I wanted to feel what they feel. And that's for me, that's hospitality. Yeah, definitely. Um, so let's continue talking about your career yes. from there. So that was your first hotel. Mm -hmm. and what did you What did you do there, by the way? I, I want to touch on that. So your first work experience, what specifically? Yes, yes. So in, in Salt Lake City, that was my first, again, my first internship. So I, I it was a rotational training. So I was doing housekeeping and um, for, for almost 12 months, which is about a year, and then I was from morning to evening. So I was working um, 8 a.m. to 4 for housekeeping. And sometimes if the banquet was was needed some some people or some some staff, I would be also working for banquet. So I was doing um, really rotational training. So I was major in um, housekeeping and banquet. That's uh that's tough. So you were when you say housekeeping, you mean room attendant? Were you cleaning rooms? That is correct. So I was cleaning rooms. I was actually cleaning this massive suites. I was I was cleaning about twelve to sixteen rooms a day. And I have to like go from 
13th floor heading back to the garden, which is the garden is like way, way back to the second floor. So I was I was cleaning rooms for, for about 12 to 16 rooms a day for, for almost a year as, as, a, as an intern. You know, I actually, um, I got goosebumps when you're telling me this because it just, you know, <laughs> you, t- you told us earlier about all these tests that you had to do to come here and yes, yes. to come to the United States for this internship and all this rigor that you had to go through just to get here. And then once you get here, you're, you're cleaning huge suites, 12 to 16 of them a day, bouncing around from floor to floor. Yeah like busting your ass and then going to banquets afterward if they needed help. Mm -hmm. Like it's almost like, like you had to do so much more just to get a chance to start than a lot of people who are already bait. Like for myself, I'll be honest Mm -hmm, with you, mm -hmm. all that just to get started. (laughs) And that was, that was not a requirement for me at all. Yes. Yeah. Do you recognize that? Like, or is it just me here? <laughs> oh, no, 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 absolutely. So, you, you know, for me, I always believe in, I always start from from the beginning. So for me, I cannot, you know, I cannot create a, a magic if I don't have an experience. So for me, in, in my own perspective, I wanted to learn hotel. I wanted to the hotel operations. So I told myself, if I wanted to learn hotel operations and understand from one department to another, I w- wanted to work for each department. So that was for me until now. I, you know, for me, I was like, now that I'm a front office manager, I always think about, oh wow, I, I started from from the scratch. I started from the very beginning. You know, traveling from a from a third world country to, from the Philippines, going to United States, um, starting from from a housekeeping to banquet server. I was doing also lobby attendant. Uh, so so you know, for me. It's it's I, I I always see myself wow you know and and I always always see that yeah yeah I mean because you know you're another thing here with this is like a lot of like say you know you got your nursing degree you go and practice yeah. nursing and you get that and you're automatically in like a higher echelon of position right in an as a nurse or whatever the case might be hospitality is unique in the sense that here you are with a completed degree in nursing and a completed near complete degree in hospitality management with international education and experience Mm -hmm. but you know you're cleaning the lobby for example and you know guests might come in and and look at you and think oh, well, this, this girl, she probably isn't educated or something. I'm just saying mm-hmm. like, those are the stereotypes that people might be thinking. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think that, you know, it certainly is a, is a testament to your grit to be able to kind of see through that and overcome those stigmas to be able to, um, you know, let your passion guide you in this industry. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it was a roller coaster until now, you know, for me right now where my position is, I, it gives me an understanding how hard it is sometimes to be, you know, I mean, majority of the times to be a banquet server running, running um, with heavy trays on them and um, housekeeper uh, running from one room to another, you know, guests request in, in so many things. It, for me, it gives me a really good understanding because I've worked in that position. Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. a, a lot of times, you know, 
I'm sure you're, you're familiar with it, but like a lot of, uh, hoteliers who grow up in the U S they go to college in the U S as particularly at schools that offer pretty good hotel management programs, Hilton, Hyatt, Marriott, they have their management development programs that you can basically get right out of college and then Mm -hmm. essentially just like plop into like a front office manager role or housekeeping manager role directly yeah. after the program. And having worked with people who've done that, um, you know, obviously this is not a blanket statement by any yeah. means, but mm-hmm. I have found that I have, there was actually a, an instance where a team member actually, uh, an entry level team member who was very tenured told one of these managers, you don't know what I'm going through because you got put into a management position right out of college. You don't know what I'm going through. And you, you can say that, you know, what, what your team and what the other members of the hotel have gone through. Um, so with that being said, uh, let's, let's continue with your experience. So what happened after that hotel in Salt Lake city? Yes. So I actually, for, uh, um, for some reason, um, during, during my internship, um, I just I just had a feeling of you know what I wanted to go back to Philippines because I I was homesick. So um, in that um, 2013 in September, I told my my director of training that I think I'm not going to finish my internship. So I actually worked there for about approximately um, 11 months, and then I went back to Philippines. And um, which was a good thing is um, when I went back to Philippines in about September. I got my certification from Salt Lake City, Utah, and unfortunately, my, my family was on in November of 2013 was devastated with the hot, with the strongest typhoon in the Philippines. I and I was actually there, and for me, I think it was a call that hey, you need to go home because we don't want you to worry here in the United States having no communication for almost three months in the Philippines. So I went back, and um, we were hit by a typhoon, and unfortunately, our house was ruined and everything was destroyed so and then you know it it that that very moment um when that happened with my family in the philippines it made me stronger so i i told my dad again well i spoke to my dad this time and i said dad i wanted to go back to the united states and pursue again um so i finished my degree in the philippines um in 2013 so it was while i was in internship i i was able to get my my Bachelor of Science in, in nursing, uh, I'm sorry, in, in hotel management degree. So, you know, I told my dad, I said, you know what, what happened to, to our family is, is going to make me stronger. Um, I wanted to pursue again and apply for United States again. So this time I wanted to apply for management training. So, so I, again, I went through again for, for another physical exam, for a- another psychological exam, for another embassy interview. And actually I failed again. So. I went again and said, told my dad, no, I'm not going to stop from here. I already started, so I don't want to stop. And I, I had an interview. The first interview actually was um, from the from the embassy was, well, you already had your internship in the in United States. Why do you want to go back? And you know, for me, I was completely in shock. So I said, I just wanted to, I wanted to learn more in, in hospitality business, and this is something that I'm really passionate about. I love, you know, I love especially the the different diverse culture in the United States. I, I love to learn different cultures. So for some reason I failed. And after a week, I, I tried again. I told my dad, I'm not going to stop. I wanted to apply again and have another interview. 
So I went back and I had an interview with, with you know, with an ambassador and, and told me that, why do you want to go back? And I said, this time, I really wanted to learn about the management program. So I was able to get in. And this time I was sent to New York, which is in Geneva. Um, it was a boutique hotel. It was a castle with really, really beautiful hotel. So there, um, it, with unfortunately, um, it was not a management training. Um, I actually started as a lobby attendant. So I was also doing laundry attendant. Um, for some reason, it did not, um, you know, they were not able to follow my internship program. So, but however, you know what? I told myself, I'm going to work. And from many times, I was actually, you know, as a lobby attendant, you were going back and forth at the at the front desk. You were going back and forth at the restaurant, seeing the hostess, seeing the receptionist, dealing with guests. It made me made, made me fell in love with front office. So I told myself, you know, I was while I was mopping the floor at the at the lobby, I was telling myself, you know, I, one day I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. I wanted to be the receptionist. I wanted to talk to guests. I wanted to learn how to check in guests. I wanted to learn how 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 to check out guests. You know, how how is they stay with us? Because I don't, as a lobby attendant, I don't encounter these people all the time. I would say hi and hello and sometimes I would say, how's your stay? However, you know, there's like many conversations with the guests. So seeing seeing the receptionist, the hostess from the front desk agents or the spa receptionist while cleaning the lobby, while cleaning the facilities, it made me realize that I wanted to be in front office. So at that time I told I told I told the um general manager and said, is there any chance that I can be trained while I'm working in, in housekeeping department? to be trained at least, you know, just to, to learn how to answer the phones, how to um, to check in a guest. And he certainly said, unfortunately, you cannot. So, you know, for me, as, really? as, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I said, you know what, that's okay. And I was just telling myself, you know what, I'm still going to go. So we, we go through with, um, with companies when you're from the Philippines, when you're doing your internship, you have to go through a company in the United States. So I, you know, I spoke to, to the company, which I applied for, and I said, um, my internship program, which is a management training, is supposed to be a housekeeping supervisor and front office and start as a front desk agent. So I told my, I told them, you know, I, I spoke to the general manager. Um, however, I, I felt down because this is something that I wanted to learn. I don't, I don't have to be there for 24-7 or five days a week. I just wanted to learn just to have, you know, understanding of the front office operations. And um, so they told me, if you really wanted to learn front office, and we have this hotel in Moab, Utah. So they transferred me from Belhurst, uh, from this hotel to Moab, Utah, which is a really beautiful ranch in, in, in Utah. So, um, when I was transferred there, I actually got an opportunity to work in front office. So, you know, I, I, I work in front office and it, it was a nerve wracking um, because I didn't know how to answer the phone and I don't know how to check in the guests. I don't know about the systems at all. Not again, I don't have any experience at all. So um, going back to actually, let's go back to from the from the previous hotel that I, I worked in in New York. It was upstate New York. Um, 
I, I spoke to the company and I said, I really wanted to learn, even just for a month, to learn the, the front office operations. Well, actually, Kyle, they were able to give me that opportunity for about a week. Okay. So for a week, I, I was able to, you know, to, to learn the process. And for me, I, I, oh, I'm a type of person who write down, I go to YouTube to learn how to check in the gas, how to answer the phone. And you can see that everywhere right now. You know, you can go to YouTube and type in how to check in a guest, how to check out a guest. And, um, you know, that's where I I started. And I said, you know, I really wanted to learn this. And I was in my in my bedroom and I said, you know what, I'll pretend that I have a guest right in front of me. So I started my first week in that hotel as a front desk agent. And uh, unfortunately, it didn't work well because I was yelled at by so many times to tell me that. You have to answer the phone, but sometimes, you know, when, when, when you're training someone for me, that my, my understanding, especially now that I'm front office manager, when it's the first day, you cannot have your staff answer the phone right away. Okay. So for me, I was yelled at, you have to answer the phone. You have to do this. You have to do that. I said, you know what? I, I don't think this, this will work for me. So, you know, during that time, I was, I felt so down because I got scared. I really got scared. So. And and again, I spoke to the company and said I really wanted to, but I just don't think that the property I'm working right now is 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 for me. And and so they moved me again to Utah, which is in Moab. There, I really grow in in front office department. So I've I've really had a great um, relationship with with the general manager in that property until up to now. And as as well as the training, the director of trainings, and to my front office manager in 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 Utah. So until up to now, you know, I I do have a communication with them, and and they always ask me how how are you doing, how's everything with your hospitality career? Because you know, and I think they see that as that, that I really wanted to to grow in hospitality career in hospitality field. I mean, it's crazy because like you know, you went to the GM of that property. Right. And, and after, first of all, going through all this rigor yet again, after losing your family home that, you know, yeah. in, in the Philippines and going through and correct me if I'm wrong, but the hardest, probably hardest time that you've been through in your life. Yes. Yes. It was the hardest part. Yes, absolutely. So you go through the hardest thing that you've ever went through if simultaneously finish your degree, go f- try to get back to the United States, fail, don't give up, come mm-hmm. back then, and then get kind of a bait and switch, so to speak, as far as your internship is concerned, because they told you yes. during supervisory housekeeping duties, yes. ended up putting you in the lobby. Um, and, you know, then you ask reasonably if you could work at the front desk after you know, again, yet again, busting your ass doing this, this yeah. work. And you didn't even get the benefit of the doubt at that time, which is really unfortunate in my opinion. I, I, mm-hmm. I however, I say that, but I say maybe, you know, everything works out in a special way because it ended up propelling you even further. Um, and with your same grit and tenacity, you were able to self advocate to get yourself to um, a hotel that has obviously done wonders for you in terms of relationships that are ongoing and consistent. 
Um, so tell me about that, the difference that you felt starting out in front office, going from a toxic environment where you felt like you weren't learning to going into an environment where you felt like you really could blossom a little bit. Oh, yes. Um, again, when I moved to Utah in, in Moab, it was in the middle of nowhere. So, you know, you have to drive down to to get groceries. You have to drive down like four hours going to, to buy stuff. So for me, when I started in Utah, um, it was it was very welcoming. You know, it was very, very welcoming. It was very, again, what I'm going to say is welcoming property, welcoming people. Um, and for me, when I when I felt that, um, I said, you know what, I really wanted to work for this property really hard as much as I can and, and you know, best as I can. So I started a front office. I was trained by our front office manager. Um, that time I was a receptionist. So I was a front desk agent. Um, I, I, was, I was thought, actually, we had this um, role playing of how to answer the phone because I told them that I don't have much experience of answering phone calls or even uh, checking in a guest. So my front office manager at that time was very, very patient. And, and, and I think that's, that's where I looked from um, until now that I'm a front office manager because she was doing a role playing with me, doing um, a scenario like she was the guest and I was the person who was checking her in. So it may, made me more uh, you know, comfortable. So, and I learned fast. And by that time, after a week, I was able to answer phones and, and, and familiarize the property and able to do a lot of a lot of things in, in, in front desk standpoint. So, you know, following the checklist from checking into guests, how was their stay and reviewing, you know, comfort call with the guests, especially for long term guests. And it was very welcoming. So I learned a lot from the property. Um, from the property itself, I was actually promoted from a front desk agent to being a supervisor in in six months. So, awesome. you know, they they told me that, you know, you are going to really grow in hospitality and we see your hard work, your dedication. And um, yeah, I, I, I became the front desk um, supervisor in six months and and. That's where it all started. So, like, tell me about the moment that you signed on the dotted line to become a front office supervisor and that just the feeling that you had, because, like, obviously, we know your your story that you all this, all this that you've gone through and you've been stomped on so many times through different Mm -hmm. challenges that you faced. And then it was finally like a win. Like, tell me what you were feeling at the time. I feel like I was at the peak of the mountain. I feel like I grabbed the rainbow from the sky. And, and that was the feeling. I was like, you know what? This is it. This is the start of my, my front office career. This is my start of, of um, this is the one that I've been aiming for. So, and, and you know, there was not much of, of a difference in terms of race. And I, I told my I told myself this is something that I will grow into. So I I I take I took it and I said, you know what, I really wanted to be a front office supervisor. And this time, you know, it was it was really again, it was a, a really exciting feeling. That's incredible. That makes me so yeah. happy. There's like finally just a win, you know, like some sort of <laughs> for you that all this hard work was starting to pay off a little bit. Um 
So great. So now you're, you're finally starting to take off a little bit. You've got a leadership position. Mm-hmm. Um, what happened next? So, yeah, so I actually, um, I, I was there for about a year. So I, I actually moved to Florida. So unfortunately, because my internship program um, is already, is already complete. So when my internship program, you cannot no longer, you know, work from other properties. So I actually um, visited my friend in, in Florida, which where I met my husband. So when I met my husband in here, um, you know, we, we, of course, we, we got married in a couple of months. And then um, he told me that if, if you wanted to apply for hotels in, in Florida, which is in West Palm Beach, you want to. And I said, I was, I was scared because Moab, Utah is way different from moving to West Palm Beach in Florida, especially um, having uh, hotels in Palm Beach because majority of the hotels here, um, like luxury hotels, are based in West Palm or Palm Beach. So you know, it took me it took me a while. Um, I actually finally applied for for a front desk agent. Um, this is funny because I applied for a front desk agent position in Palm Beach um, in Palm Beach Hotel. So it was a Tideline Hotel and Resort. So when I was interviewed by by the general manager, um, he he. She actually did mention to me, why do you want to be a front desk agent back again? Well, you actually have a supervisor experience. This was my answer, which is, I think up to now, I would still remember. I just wanted to learn from the scratch again because I don't know the area and I wanted to grow. So, and I feel like she was shocked with my answer because, you know, moving from Utah, from being a six month front office supervisor and moving to Palm Beach. In, in West Palm Beach and applying for, for you don't know the area, you don't know this hotel. For me, I felt like I wanted to start from the very beginning again. So I did start from being a front desk agent. Um, and it was really fortunate that I was promoted again to a supervisor for less, actually in a month. And then from working, from working after a month, I was actually promoted to front office manager in two months. That is awesome. So you finally got that first manager title, that first promotion for you. Uh, What was that like for you? Um, For me, again, as you can see, I'm right now, I'm still like, really, if I can turn back times, I would say, wow, this is it. I'm already in that position from from working as a housekeeping uh, housekeeper to to banquet server to a lobby attendant laundry attendant um, for, from a nerve wracking um, front office start you know for me wow I'm here it was amazing you know and and I can I can always tell this to 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 the staff that I'm working with or other people that I've met that um, it's it's not always about just work. It's always about being passionate and it's always being, you know, love for, for what you do. And, and that's, I think that's, that's made me where I am right now. And because you can't, you can't fake the kind of passion that you have. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, when, when I listen to you say, you know, you're thinking about front office. So you go to YouTube and and start researching how to check in again, like, (laughs) people just don't do that a lot. Like that's very unique. Like I know it comes second (laughs) nature to you because you're so passionate, but like 
most people don't don't do that sort of stuff so it's, yeah, it's yeah. undeniable that that your passion is is kind of just part of you mm-hmm. and, that, and that hospitality is is within you so your your first management role right so now you're really overseeing this team you know obviously supervisor you you are but you yeah. have your people this is your show now and you're the front office manager did you struggle at all? Like, were there any big hurdles that you had to come through in that role? Like, tell me a little bit about your... Of course, of course. I I would be completely honest. I did struggle. When I say struggle, 90% of, of struggle. Um, 10%, I know the, the front office operations, again, how to, how to do um, the checklist for front office, how to do um, um, scheduling. But when it comes to the front office manage, management position, I was struggling. When I say struggling, I was 90% struggling. I don't know anything about revenue. I don't know anything about, about all of this in, in, in terms of, of front office world, you know, because as a front office manager, you have to learn in revenue side. So in that point, I, I don't know anything about that. And again, I was more of a person who loves to go to YouTube, go to read books and ask people that has experience. And um, I wasn't I wasn't afraid at all asking people how 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 do we do this and how can you please elaborate or explain this to me? Um, and I, w- I was very blessed to have um, the director of operations to who actually passionately sit down with me and gave me an understanding of everything. Um, from that uh, point forward, I was able to learn a lot of things. And um, from the trail manager who put a lot of patience on me as well, because he knows that he thinks that, you know, I was I, I was really passionate with what I do. Um, I bought I bought so many books about front office management, which actually is still in here. Um, I've read a lot again in terms of of anything about front office, I deeply dig in into it. So um, watching um, videos in terms of revenue side, watching videos into in terms of front office world from different parts of the world and listening again, listening to different people. I'm glad that now we have podcasts. I will be able to listen a lot for that. Um, you know, it, it, it gives me a lot of learning. It gives me a lot of education into where I am right now. Was there any, you know, part of your struggle that had to do with kind of, so I guess to put it into context, right? So you mm-hmm. kind of are still learning the U.S. culture, number one, but then yeah. you also have to manage people who are primarily from a culture that's not native to you. Did that play a role in anything at all where you're having to directly manage them while juggling the new, first of all, your first time managing the team kind yeah. of, you know, as a department head leader, number two, while learning the culture, was that uh, a variable at all to you? Um, for me, when I, th- I think it was, I mean, it was because um, I worked with these people already, but at the same time, when I started working with them, I was a front desk agent, and now I am going to be their front office manager. So it, in that sense, it was a struggle for me because, of course, they still, some of the staff would always still see you as a front desk agent and no longer front office manager. I mean, you know, not a front office manager. So for me, the, the respect that I give to them, and, and, and it's not just, oh, I'm, I'm your front office manager now. 
No, it's just the the communication you give to them. And in terms of still learning the American, uh, the you know, the United States culture, different um, cultures in the United States, it was it was all together. So learning the front office management position and plus still working on 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 my cult, uh, you know, the, the culture shock that I've, I'm still struggling from within me. Um, it was it was really, a, you know, again, it was really a roller coaster ride. I mean, yeah, like just all the balls that you're juggling at yeah. one time just to kind of stay afloat, essentially. But if I can tell anything about you just from our conversation, <laughs> is that you're kind of like a a duck floating on water where you're just at from the surface. You can't tell <laughs> under the water you're paddling and paddling and making it work, but nobody knows, you know, you, you compose yourself. Um, did that hotel lead you to the canopy where you're at now? Um, so no, actually. So, um, so I worked in, in um, Tideline for about two years and um, there was an opening position, which is um, a boutique property too. For a front office. So when I actually, when I left Tideline, um, it was a little bit, um, you know, it was really, uh, again, a roller coaster ride because there was, I went through different transitions. So I actually went through a, a six management companies in two years and worked with 11 general managers in two years. So um, that is correct, Kyle. That is correct. So if you, if you go to my LinkedIn right now, I do have a couple of general managers to give me, um, you know, positive uh, recommendations because I've worked with them different in just sometimes some of them were just less than a month. Some of them were just a couple of weeks. So I went through different transitions in the property where actually I really grew up because, you know, having different job managers, they have their own perspective. They do have their own, um, you know, how they handle operations. So I've learned from them. And I said, you know, I'm going to stick in here even there's so much transition. Um, again, I went through six different um, hospitality management and 11 general managers. And with that, I, I really grew from there. And again, I, it, I was struggling. I, I was, you know, from, from different management and the transition itself from front office department and even throughout the hotel because um, some staff would leave because of the transition and some would stay and stick with me. And, and it was, it was really, you know, it was, Again, my my hospitality career is really a roller coaster ride. So I, I told myself, and and I wanted to move forward to a different property. Um, so when I when when I put my resignation or my 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 notice to my job manager at that time, he was he was working with me for about um, a month, and um, he was actually he felt down because um, he said I was actually about to promote you to uh, director of rooms. And I said, I, I really wanted to, but at the same time, because of um, just so many transition um, from that property. And it, it, it was just so many, so many things that happened in that property. Um, I told myself, and I think this is already for me, I, I really have to move forward. So I applied for a position, a front office position, position in a beautiful property in downtown Palm Beach, which is um um, Brazilian Court Hotel. So I was a front office manager there. Um, and um, again, I was handling um, Valley and Bellman and as well as the front desk agents to reservations. And I was I was handling about approximately 30 employees. So that was your largest, that was your largest team to date at that point? 
That is correct. And then also including now you have auxiliary sub departments within the front office. Yes. 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 So, you know, that's, that's interesting. Not many people would have turned down a director of rooms, uh, (laughs) director of rooms. Well, now considering it sounds like that property was very unstable and, you know, I, I gotta say, I, I respect <laughs> your conviction in knowing what was right for you and doing it because yes. that director of rooms, well, I'm sure was, you know, enticing at the moment. Oh, oh yes, absolutely. It was when they said that, um, while I was, you know, giving out the notice, they were actually talking about it for my promotion. So, and, and for me, when they said that, I was completely shocked because I told myself, I want this one as well. This is something that I am, you know, it was a tear for me going from housekeeper to moving up in. And for me, that was already, that was some somewhere in my checklist that I wanted to be in that position. Um, but again, I, I, I also, of course, it's not always about work and work and work. And I have to do with as well as what, what's best for my well-being and what's, what's best for me. So I told my, the GM, unfortunately, you know, I, I really wanted to move forward, um, but um, this is really not really going to work. And I wanted to, to be in, in the other properties, you know, and, and again, it was only for my well-being, And again, how much I, I love and care about my staff for, 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 for leaving them. It was also, I was thinking about myself as well. Yeah. And you know what, mm-hmm. good on you for, you know, <laughs> I think at that point you had gone through enough to deserve to think about yourself even just a little bit, you know? Yes. Yes. You, you definitely, you know, for at least a while while you were getting started, put yourself mm-hmm. on the back burner, you know, your well being. it seems like to really push yourself forward and to help the companies and the guests that you work for as well as the team. So this uh, Brazilian court hotel, huh? it sounds beautiful. It sounds like a beautiful hotel. It is beautiful property. It is located in downtown uh, Palm Beach. Um, really amazing property. It's it's well maintained and amazing people. And um, I'm talking about here like real luxury hotels. So we were part of the fine hotels and resorts. We were you know um, leading hotels of the world and and those things. And and I've learned a lot about that, um, especially in luxury standpoint. Um, Forbes standards and those things and 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 I've learned a lot from the property and um, we're talking about that property has a really amazing restaurant and amazing um, salon which was um, owned by you know famous people like Frederick Picard's salon and and um, Cafe Blue which is Danielle Blue which is he has a lot all over the world so that property was really um, beautiful and um, there's a lot of, of People all over the world. When I say all over the world, you got people from Germany, people from from all over the country that stays on the property for about a month to three months. Hmm. So, yeah. So a luxury property, but it was almost extended stay at the same time as well. That is that is correct. And and this guest that of ours is actually um, they're always staying this property during winter season. In you know because they wanted to get away from cold. Mm-hmm. So they send a property every single year. And that property really has helped me grow and gave me a better understanding of, of front office operation. I mean, you know, I've, I've had a lot of understanding in front office operations from different property, 
from previous property workers, but that Brazilian court really helped me into attention to detail with the guests. So with all this return guests that coming again back to the property every year that stayed for long-term stay was very, very detailed. So they want a coffee maker in the room. They want this. They want um, uh, newspapers sent to this day, which is USA Today. Tomorrow will be different newspaper. So the attention to detail really helped me with that. So again, front office is not only checking in guests or just greeting the guests, but it's about what guests are into. Who are the guests? A personalized interaction. So that property helped me really grow in terms of hotel guests. And I was, when I was talking about, you know, hotel guests, it's not only a conversation of, hi, how are you? but it's more of a deep conversation where you can personalize every single interaction with them. That's a hugely important because in, in my experience and in training and, and, Mm -hmm. and speaking with other hoteliers, even on the podcast, I find that that transition from like when it clicks in your head, that it's not just about, you know, the check-in, the checklist, the, balancing the inventory it's not just about that but it's about curating one of the most intimate things that a person can go through is basically sleeping being naked and being in a different environment than what they're used to like yes yes a lot to that's a lot to deal with so I think you know that click you know when you finally understand like oh my gosh like we really have a lot riding on what we do here in this department Mm -hmm. I surely elevate um, kind of the way that you operate. Um, and I can only imagine how that experience must have helped you in opening, um, the canopy, right? Yes. Uh, yes. I was absolutely. At that hotel, I, 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 I wanted to take a look at it. Um, you know, <laughs> as a person who's primarily worked with Hilton properties, I'm like, I've never stayed at a canopy before, but man, your hotel is beautiful for everybody. Search the hotel. You're, you're going to go on Google images and search for the canopy and downtown West Palm beach. Uh, it's beautiful. Like I love the, the wall, the, the high ceiling with like the wood planks that come out with the baskets of plants. <laughs> yes. Yes. So you opened that hotel in uh, January, right? The beginning of this so- year. That that is correct. So I started working with the canopy um, this year, t- this uh, 2019. I'm sorry, 2020 in January. So I was hired actually December of last year and started January. And um, we were supposed to be opening around um, March of this year of 2020, but because COVID um, came in, and so we had to move it. And unfortunately, you know, when I started in January. Um, I had to hire a force for training purposes for front, especially for front office. Um, I had to hire staff a month prior to our opening, which was our opening was supposedly to be March, um, around March 21st. So I hired all the front office staff, um, including the Bellman and um, I'm sorry, not the Bellman, but driver slash Bellman um, on February. And they went through trainings, um, as you know, Front office has to go through Hilton University training, um, and they have to complete those prior to them really working at the welcome uh, the front desk. 
So I hired staff. Um, I actually hired approximately 11 staff um, for from night audit to to fund to welcome enthusiasts. That's our canopy um, uh, our canopy glossary. So our welcome enthusiasts. Um, I hired them in February, and then unfortunately, because COVID came in, we had to lay them off all of them. So it was you know it was a heartbreaking because for me um, when I started training them again, I started training them with from how to answer the phone, how to, we were doing a reenactment and we were doing role playing prior to opening and we were all ready. They completed their, their Hilton University training. They completed a lot of paperwork, um, just training itself. They completed those. And, and um, uh, prior to opening, we were actually going out to explore some areas in West Palm Beach, like how to go to a zoo so we can experience and tell the guests um, when they recommend this this type of places. So we've we've went through with that. We you know we had so much fun for, for a month and it was really um, heartbreaking for me to let let them all go. And and I'm gonna tell you this Kyle, I've never I mean I've I've cried in so many times working in front office when I was yelled at by guests by the back office. But I, you know, this was the most, when I say the most heartbreaking, when you have to lay off all your staff that was working with you, having fun with you, um, exploring a West Palm Beach downtown, um, exploring every single thing with you to, to make sure that you have uh, the guests' amazing experience when they have an interaction with, with our enthusiasts. So, you know, it was, it, was, it was really heartbreaking. And I said this because you let you had to let them all of them go and not all not just my department but you see people this staff this enthusiast was let go at the same time just like a click in the air you know and it was heartbreaking i can only imagine you know having to you build this team and you know for you it's your first hotel opening so you're excited and you finally got to handpick every single person yeah. and build this elite team that's going to, you know, make this one of the most hospitable hotels in West Palm Beach. And then all of a sudden that dream dies for a minute and, and same, not just your dream, but everybody else, because I'm sure they were so excited to be a part oh. of this iconic high profile hotel opening. Um, however, and I'm sure just like, you know, when, uh, when we had to lay off our team, um, you know, during the pandemic between Greg and myself, uh, everybody seemed for the most part understanding because it was like, this makes perfect sense. Right. Did yeah. you not to be the case with your team as well, that they were overwhelmingly understanding? Of course, of course. The, the, the only when you know, when we had that, that day where everyone was gathered, um, every department was all together and at the end of the day um they we had a talk just a group itself for the front office department um and and, and they they were always understanding and and they always tell me just is not your fault you know we will come back we will be back and and by the time you you send us you send us an email to come back and you you, you give us a call we'll be right to you in a second into this property and, and, you know, until up to this day forward, um, and up, up till now, um, they are still with me right now. So, you know, and I'm thankful for him ha having an amazing team. And again, just like what you said, I've handpicked them. Um, I, I hired them 
not because what they experience. All of them has a, a hospital, a hotel experience from Hilton Properties. However, I was very in particular into pers the personality because again, I cannot train personality, but I can train the system or I can give them the modules or, or things to do. But at the same time, their outgoing personality was the main reason I picked them. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's not easy to come by really, really good people who are going to stick with you. Um, but that's great to hear that you still have your team despite the hiccup that occurred at, at, in March. So when did you end up really opening the hotel? After so we, yeah, so we actually opened May 21st. So that was like a couple of months back. So we opened May 21st, finally. Um, we were actually from, from March of, from the time they laid off up to May, I was actually helping our our housekeeping or our lead tidiness in Tuesday, which is our housekeeping manager. Um, I was helping her out because her team was also laid off. So everyone was laid off. Um, all Only six managers was left. So our general manager, director of sales, um, our general, I mean, sorry, general manager, director of sales, director of food and beverage, uh, executive chef, housekeeping manager, and myself. So those were the only six managers that had to come every day, five days a week to the hotel, sometimes six days a week to run the hotel and get ready to hotel to opening. We were cleaning rooms. We were, you know, I was, even myself, it was a little bit harder for me because um, usually Hilton in terms of Hilton, when you're opening a hotel, they would go to the hotel and install these computers and, you know, install the IT room where you install the, the, all the, all of this. And, 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 you know, it, it wasn't that case, Kyle, it was, it was only me. So I had to install every single computer is a different desk. I had to have a Skype, actually not Skype, but I had to have a, a video call with them, a calls with them because I have to do all the installation from from everything from our key machines to to the system itself for every single thing. So um, again, we were only six managers that was working all together. Even myself from the from the two months that um, we were not opened yet. Um, prior to opening, I was helping out housekeeping manager, cleaning rooms, in getting ready the rooms, and opening all the boxes and make sure that the comforter are. Our, everything was in all together in a bag and place them in a room. We were every single day cleaning and organizing and, and just putting all the hotels all together. I mean, the hotel all together. How many rooms uh, is, is your property? So we do have 150 rooms. So, yeah, because like it's, it's tough, right? Because I'm sure you go and you start cleaning rooms and then you know you get through all of them and then it's getting closer so now you have to go back and dust all the rooms again and make you know and, yeah. and upkeep those rooms now that they're clean plus everything that you're doing so even though there was a pandemic it's not to say that you weren't uh that you weren't sitting around doing nothing you sounds like you were very busy the entire time oh yes we were absolutely busy again um we were trying to do um, a lot of things uh, just to get ready for the hotel because when when we had our staff, they were the ones who was you know there was a bunch of people, bunch of enthusiasts that was working together to make up this room and and put all things together. And and when I say this, we were opening a hotel with nothing in the room. 
So no mattresses and everyone has to do it. Um, no coffee makers in the room, no hangers. So um, myself and the housekeeping manager were the one were the one who was putting all together. Some rooms, yes, we were. I think some of the rooms were able to to place some some things, but not. Of course, there was missing pieces because during the day that we laid off the staff, they were currently working in some of the rooms, and we had to call them. So. We, we were not just sitting sitting somewhere or just sitting in the office and not doing anything. We were, again, cleaning rooms and, and just getting everything together. So now that the hotel's open, right, um, you know, you have a lot of your team back. And granted, it, we're not out of the clear yet in terms of the pandemic. Um, but has it been a successful opening for you guys? Oh yes, absolutely. So when we when we actually opened, um, I had to hire back two of the staff, two of the eleven staff. So actually three because of one of the night auditors. Um, so I hired all of uh, three of them, and um, really successful opening. Um, we welcomed the first guest on our first day of opening, so that was amazing, and um, it was a successful opening. And uh, was did, did you guys do something special for that first guest that, that came in? Of course, of course. So um, th- that was really funny because um, so the staff told us because it was like last minute booking. So it was eventually there was, should be nothing to be, no one should arrive on that day of opening. But this this guest just, you know, pop up a reservation and create a reservation. And we were all like, oh, what are we going to do? So, you know, I told myself, you know what, this is what we're going to do. Afraid of gas, of course, that's one thing. And um, for me, I would love to create epic moments or something that's not just regular where you can, you know, a guest just can go here and you send out a chocolate-covered strawberries. So um, I had to have to get ready the staff. I, I, I Googled the guest and I said, you know what, let me Google this guest. And so that by the minute they arrive, we know four day. So I, I posted a picture during our, uh, our management meeting, our, our first stand-up meeting for that day of opening. I told the managers, eventually this might be our guest, but you know, sometimes there are so many names, they're different, uh, same names, but I think this is the guest that we are currently arriving. So that guest was, um, was actually uh, uh, guest services. So he, he has an amazing reviews about guest services. So, you know, for me as a front office manager, your guest is checked, first guest is checking in is, has a world of hospitality as well. You wanted to make sure he has an amazing experience from the check-in. So, which is the, the funny part is when he came in, I was having my break because I've been waiting for, for him to arrive. And, and we don't know the ETA, but I'd, we tried to reach out to him, but sometimes, you know, reservation doesn't have phone numbers or, or email address, so we're not able to reach out to him via email in or phone calls. What is his ETA? So we were waiting from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. and finally the guests arrive, and I was taking my lunch break at around 3 p.m. because it was like you know opening was um, you, everything goes live during this day, so you have to be at the desk for majority of your time. So and they were calling me on the radio, and it was my staff was our the front office staff was telling me, hey, Jazz. Our first guest is here checking in with me. <laughs> so I just ran to the welcome desk and said, hi, welcome. And, you know, and, and we, we actually, um, we, we created some balloons in the room 
And that I, I think that that day was their anniversary and we didn't know that it was their anniversary. But we had created like a setup for the room. So we have upgraded them to our premium room. And um, we've created some balloons in the room with a first guest and some some gift items. So canopies, uh, canopy hotels are mo- majority of uh, canopy hotels is really for uh, about locals. So we created a basket about local things like local honey, local beers, local like snacks or Florida grown everything. So local coffee. And we created the basket because that is canopy brand stands for. So um, we created a basket and they loved their stay. Um, they were also welcomed by our general manager. So that was really amazing um, first guest. I'm sure they will remember that for the rest of their lives. Every year on their anniversary, they'll be talking about that. And you know what? Who knows? Maybe you'll see them again. Uh, again, I next. did. <laughs> I actually did. So yeah, so so they actually came in. Um, I think he booked a reservation. Uh, yeah, he booked a reservation for his family. And when he came in, I of course I remembered him because he was our first guest. And I told him, "Welcome back. How's everything with you?" And um, you, you know, they, they really amazing couple. And and they would definitely return to our property. That's according to them. And um, they actually gave us a really amazing review on TripAdvisor. Oh, that's, that's amazing. That's amazing. And that's yeah. a testament to, to you and your team and your management company. It sounds like is great as well mm-hmm. um, for being able to execute such an awesome opening during this crisis that we're going through and still provide hospitality despite the financial hardship that the industry is going through. Yes. Yes. So uh, Jazz, we are just about out of time for our interview today, but I want to before we wrap up, give you an opportunity for any final thoughts or reflections uh, about, you know, your story, anything that, you know, you want our listeners to take away uh, at, at the end. Um, yeah, of course. So again, um, the, the, the hospitality world is not just about the job that you go through 95. It's not just about a job that you go to, um, you know, given, given this money that you bi-weekly that you take hospitality is about your passion and your love for people and 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 the love for it and um you have to be have a full understanding of always putting the guest to um yourself into the guest too and be be sympathetic about it um for me um having for me to start from the very beginning of my hospitality career from being a housekeeper to to where i am right now just don't give up just don't stop and it will lead you to a great and amazing peak. Awesome. Well, um, Jez, that's certainly, I think we can all learn that from your story. If, yeah. Probably more so than, than, than most, like I said. Um, so Jez, for our listeners who want to connect with you, uh, you are active on LinkedIn. Um, so we'll be sure to post your uh, profile link here in the show notes. So anybody listening can check that out and um, connect with Jez on LinkedIn. Do you have any other social media that uh, that you w- would want our listeners to connect with you? Um, no, just actually just LinkedIn. Um, they can connect me through uh, Jez, uh, Jez Villanueva. Um, they can definitely connect me through LinkedIn. Okay, awesome. Well, Jez, thank you for your contributions to hospitality and for being on our show. You have an amazing story and thanks for sharing it. Thank you so much, Kyle, and and send my thank you to Greg as well.
Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Hospitality MD. If you haven't already, be sure to share this with your friends and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We look forward to seeing you again next week, another episode of Hospitality MD.